Hi, so I'm going to read my article I wrote for PsychReg regarding orthorexia. It's called The Recovering Orthorexic's Guide to Middle Adulthood. As I've written about previously, having survived abuse and poverty in my youth in apartheid South Africa, you would think a young Italian male would embrace food as and when he gets it. Sadly, I was haunted by the distortions of low self-esteem, attention deficit disorder, or ADD, and a failure to develop a healthy form of masculinity, distinct from my father's abusive version. The connection between healthy development and fathers is well known. With no father to depend on, an emotionally crippled mother and nothing but bad role models, it seems inevitable that I would question developing into a typical man as I had witnessed them to be. So began a long period of orthorexia, seven years. The obsessive attention to eating certain foods leading to a form of anorexia. Yes, men can develop this too. The subliminal goal was to avoid seeing a man in the mirror, a man that would resemble my abusive father. I believe there are self-validation hurdles in early adulthood that permit or restrict someone to purchase and consume food when they have the power to do so at will. You must believe you deserve the food you will purchase, prepare and consume. We seem to grasp this more easily when it comes to obesity. If you've never developed a sense of self-worth, you won't do this at all. My choice was to gradually starve myself. I believe this was to punish myself for never being worthy of adult or guardian love and attention as a child. To stall the inevitable eruption of the tyrant toxic male within me. After seven years of this type of obsessive consumption limitation, I began looking like the victim I believed deep down I was. I was emaciated, physically weak and mentally fragile. Why am I ruining your day with this grim tale of self-induced erasure? Because although we express these struggles differently, it's a common path for many. The adult brain seems determined to forget its path, presuming to now retain knowledge seemingly beyond the capacity of adolescents who are grappling with these same difficulties. When I was 19, no one advised me that I was damaging my body by attempting to rid myself of my father's genetic imprint. People admired my determination to eat so specifically, so diligently, so little. I managed to attract women who envied the sinuous lines of my emaciated body, apparently unaware of the hazard of being 20% underweight. Many adults also avoid openly discussing the scars they carry from mistakes made reaching this nirvana of adult status. This is why we have counseling therapy. Adults need secrecy and privacy to unwrap these curdled packages they have skillfully stored from adolescence. Your path to middle adulthood is littered with the artifacts of your adolescence. You will attain financial freedom and independence. You may produce children, buy property and create things for others. But that bad habit, that weakness, that wound, that curdled package will resurface when you reach the safety of middle adulthood. We can unwrap these packages with therapists, with friends, with family, and even with our children one day. You are always that 16-year-old in the mirror. You just got better at dealing with it. We can help each other by admitting this. We can help adolescents today who are struggling with materialism, social media, and a loss of identity toxic gender expressions, victimhood, and the void of purpose created by the prosperous modern age. 
Middle adulthood requires us to profess how we got there so others can find the path. Thanks. That originally appeared on psychreg.org.